This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves, or they were pushed out by outside forces, like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. I'll I'll talk about it. 26 miles. 26.2. That is so long. Like, even when I was in shape, 20 years ago, I was in decent shape. I could go out and run five miles. I don't – the exercise that has no adventure in it. Yeah. Like hiking is like – because you're in a new light, but just running. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. You know what I don't – I when people put the 13.1 bumper stickers – Yeah. On their car, like fuck you! You don't get to just do half of a real thing, yeah. and then pretend that that's also a real thing. Yeah. Oh, I did. I did a half marathon. No, you didn't finish a marathon. Yeah. No one brags about their associate's degree. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I was doing jokes about it. Like, uh, here's a, a half baked cake and a kid we tried to abort but made it through. <laughs> here's all the stuff we didn't finish, but our, it's a real thing to us now. I, just, I don't. I mean, hats off to people that can do it. Twenty six point two, like, and how long? No does that hats take? off to thirteen point one. How long does that take? What the average person runs? What ten miles an hour? Ah, six. I, I mean, let's, I, how long does it take? Well, I I walk. You can two, walk a mile in twenty minutes. So yeah. that's. Oh man, my head's not clear to do the math. But if uh, you're going to walk a marathon, three miles you're an doing hour. Three miles an hour. Yeah. So, so you need to do eight out eight and a half hours. That's if you walk. Get, we're not good at math either. Yeah, can't run, can't do math. The fuck good am I in this world? <laughs> Are you physically in shape? No. What about your brain? Still a bag of shit. What would you? What do you need me for? <laughs> what can I do for you? That was Mike, Mike Olson, this old comic from Chicago. Mike Olson had like was one of those guys. That, like I think you're a hilarious poet. Like I think you've transcended comedy into the way you've, like you like the economy of words. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate comedians that understand the economy of words. Absolutely. I'm not one of them. Yeah, I yammer all the time. But he's just like I just feel like you know, you know. I, was, I don't know what the context was. Something about like I want to be an artist, and whoever's in charge of the universe just goes, "We need guys who can fucking shovel." <laughs> <laughs> like that's all they need. I want to be. I want to be a writer. We need guys who can fucking shovel. <laughs> that's a perfect summation. Yeah. Of, yeah. Can you do that or can you do this? 
We don't need any of the other stuff. <laughs> and also, I was on the Reddit, and I'm sorry about clearing my throat, everyone. Oh, is people Apparently bitching I, at you about that again? Yeah. Hmm. I can see how it's annoying in here. I don't even notice it. Well, that's because, I mean, we're just sitting here. Yeah. You wouldn't notice if it's somebody at the bar, but I guess if it's just the audio. You don't get to feast your eyes on the all-beef patties sitting at the table here. Do I still smack? I used to... Nobody said anything about that. Still kissing ghosts? <laughs> Old Dave kissing ghosts over there. Yeah. Going to have to start kissing ghosts. Let me see. Well, I, said, I apologized. I was uh, got drunk and I was online. Really mouthing off this weekend. Really enjoyed your uh, drunken St. Patty's Day Twitter uh, game of Dropkick Murphy songs. Uh, so funny, dude. It's uh, pretty low-hanging fruit. Sourdough but, uh, heart. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's. And I, I honestly don't dislike them as a band, mm-hmm. but it's definitely it's like a movie franchise that went on too long. Like, Yeah. I get it, guys. And I'm sure... You know what? Who knows what's going on with them mentally? Maybe they're at a point like, oh, this is what people expect. Talking about this, about comics. We're like, oh, this is what people expect. This is how we make a living. We can't just change it up. You know, like you run a burger restaurant. Like, no, sorry, I'm French food now. Yeah. No, you need to make a living. Yeah. People want them burgers. Yeah, give them what people they want. People want, and then just a bunch of fake fucking Irish shit. Are all their songs like... Irish based, yes. like yes, Irish huh. or Boston based. Okay, interesting. Or whichever. It's an interesting that niche. Venn diagram. Like folds I, over I itself. get that kind of being your foundation, and then like yeah, when like, I first heard them, I'm like, this is good. I like this music. But uh-huh. like any punk rock band, how many times can you make the same song? Which is, it, it's always, but also, I guess maybe you're just banking on the. <clears throat> Old fans still love, I, I I don't know, man. I, I give them a bunch of shit. They're fine. I wanted to go see them, actually. They were in town I, yeah. maybe on St. Patty's Day or the day before. I feel like I they're think franchised it, out like Gallagher, too. I think they're in like 12 different cities <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I don't dislike them, but I, I wouldn't go just see them. But I'm a huge fan of uh, the dude that's on tour with them right now opening. A guy named Scott H. Byram. He's a one-man band. Just a crazy dude from Austin, Texas. Just just like does he have a bass drum on his back? He does. I don't know if he does. No, he. I think he has a bass drum that he kicks, and then he he plays guitar yeah. and does some. Maybe has like a another a hi hat with a tambourine on it. But uh, like um, has a has a harmonica hanging from a string in front of his face. Almost <laughs> like uh, I don't. I don't know how to describe I it. Love somebody with, I just want somebody with like a child's mobile on a hat with different instruments dangling <laughs> from it, and whichever one whirls in front of their face. Like, I guess it's clarinet now, guys. <laughs> but, yeah, Scott H. Byram, um, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, a, little, a lot of country and a little metal. A lot of country, a little bit of metal. Yeah, uh, rock and roll, metal, country, I don't know, just uh, good, uh, good truck driving music. Yeah. So he was opening, and uh, I was like, yeah, I need to go see him, but I didn't want to pay the... The full freight charge of uh, the Dropkick Murphy's ticket price. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's a good show, good mm-hmm. rollicking show. Um, What'd you get into on St. Patty's? Rachel, we just walked down the street to the old Franklin & Co. Good salad bar. Franklin & Company? Yeah. Set down here by yeah. UCB? Just a, just a restaurant, a little bar. Huh. They do a lot of the beers and stuff mm-hmm. and whiskeys. And uh, just good food. Uh, not, not a big complicated menu, mm-hmm. but everything they make is good. I'm like, I want corned beef. I, you know, I'm trying to be – I'm a failed vegetarian, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I need some corned beef. 
They made like corned beef sliders. I thought it was kind of a cop out. I thought I was getting like a whole corned beef sandwich. Hmm. But uh, I still got that flavor. I drank Guinness. I never. I'm like, I'm gonna do the full thing. Yeah. Why not? I'm gonna drink some Jameson. I'm gonna drink Guinness. I'm gonna have corned beef. Rachel went off to a gig. I sat there for a couple more beers, and then the the revelers started coming in. I'm like, oh, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Oh yeah. Yeah. It wasn't bad, but also that's not like a party bar. Yeah. So I was kind of I made the comment before, but I'd rather be caught outside during the purge than be in a bar in St. Patrick's Day. That was last year. Where that were was you last, last year? I was in Jersey. That's I was right. doing the Stress Factory in Jersey, which I thought was going to suck. I had a bla- had a blast. Was very surprised at how much fun that show was. Huh. Uh, in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Uh, but yeah, so I walked down there and just came back to the house and uh, kept drinking, and that was it. That's not, I mean, that wasn't an exceptional St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, what'd you do? I, uh, for the first time I ever, I saw some pictures. I, some I made corned beef and cabbage. Never made it before. Uh, felt weird to boil meat. It's uh, the process. I mean, I've never made it, but I mean, my grandmother used to make it all the time. My Italian grandmother would make it for my, uh, my Irish grandfather. And it's, yeah, boiling meat's an odd thing. It's yeah. like what you do for uh, your pets. I mean, you boil chicken if you've got a yeah. sick dog or something. Yeah. Yeah, as a uh, fan of the culinary arts, it, it felt disgusting. It felt like I was doing just something completely the wrong way to just take a nice brisket and mm-hmm. fucking boil it. But, you know, you throw the did little... You corn sp- it? Yeah. You, you throw the spice pack in there. Did thumb, did you finger blast some uh, <laughs> salt into it? I did. Got the peppercorns, all that stuff. Yeah. And it uh, turned out great. Made some made some cabbage, uh, made some uh, just boiled red potatoes with some garlic and butter, and turned out pretty good. Uh, it's the once-a-year meal. I love I love it. Mm-hmm. We almost went to Tam O'Shanter. It was packed over there. But oh, yeah. I like Tam O'Shanter's. Yeah. I, went, uh, I went to buy the brisket. Uh, I, went, I had to go to two stores. The first store... Uh, I tell you what grocery store sucks is Fawns. Fawns sucks. They never have anything. I mean, it's which one, though? I go to the one on San Fernando and um, Los Feliz over there, kind of near out in that No, water. I know where you're at. Yeah. And uh, first of all, every time you walk in the door, every time, there's no baskets. The, the, the baskets, not the buggies, but the baskets, mm-hmm. they're all by the exit. The buggies. And every time I go over <laughs> and I grab a whole grip of them, and I walk it over, and all the employees look at me funny. This guy but, wants a job. And I'm like, and then I set them down right in front of the entrance, like, you know. Dave's out there gathering the carts up for free again. <laughs> Pisses me off. <laughs> but I went and I asked the, the meat, and don't get me started on their meat department. And uh, This guy comes in there to shit, but he's also gathering up the carts, so we're not going to say anything. He's kind of a real tit-for-tat fella. He really <laughs> earns his keep. By the way, they have a shitter code. They have a, a combination code, so if anybody needs that, let me know. Um, that's one of my hot spots. But I asked the dude at the meat Who counter. Who changed the goddamn code? I said, uh, hey, man, you guys got any corned beef or brisket or anything? And he goes, yeah, not – not." what did he say? He said something like, um, not much. Yeah. And I go, well, do, you, do you have any? And he goes, no. <laughs> and I was like – so none. So none. You meant to say none, not not much. He said, I said, do you have any? Not much. How old was this guy? I mean, you're talking 30. Te- oh, okay. Yeah, I was 30 talking a teenager yeah. in customer service. I was in customer service. Yeah. I didn't know shit. No, he, but he was like in the butcher department. He had the white coat on oh, just, and everything. Just, just I was like, hey, blood. man, I couldn't find this. And he was loading up some other stuff. And I go, hey, by the way, you, you guys got any uh, corned beef or brisket that I can corn? 
And they goes, ah, not much. I was like, well, we need one. So, no, we don't have any. Oh, okay. Thanks for communicating. Okay, well, just had to really make it elusive. Yeah. Really, you're really desperate for conversation. Yeah, I guess I so. I wanted to talk to you. Yeah. I'm getting the mind of this guy that shits in here and collects our baskets. <laughs> corn beef. Can't corn, corn dogs. Not the same at all. No, not at all. I don't know why they call it corned beef. There's no corn involved. Corned. The process is corning. Is that what you and call you know, it? Because I made a joke on Twitter, if mm-hmm. we're talking about Twitter, I was like, corn, you can corn to beef. Corn to beef. You can't corn a dog, but you can have a corn dog. And I was just making a joke about it. Then somebody's explained what corning is. It's a, you know, the salt and the spice mm-hmm. packet. It's a dumb way. That's a dumb name, though. Yeah, but I guess, I don't know if it has something to do with, because essentially, there's another thing, too. Like, what's the difference between pastrami and corned beef? It's the same kind of meat, right? Yeah. And I found out somebody – well, I don't know if it's true, but somebody said it and it makes sense that Irish immigrants found when they moved here, settled in a lot of Jewish neighborhoods. So they would get the meat from the Jewish delis, butchers, mm-hmm. and then do it that way. So that's why that cut of meat became an Irish staple. I think maybe it's more of an American thing. I guess. Yeah, somebody hollered at me on Twitter. They said uh, when when I was talking about the corned beef and they are like – we smoked our corned beef, and it was great. And then somebody else was like, yeah, you just invented pastrami. <laughs> <laughs> but is, what if, I mean, is it the same seasonings, though? I believe so. Rachel's brother, i got to get you out. Rachel's brother, he's got an Instagram called I'm Here for the Barbecue. Huh. And he did a smoked corned beef. Okay. Which I guess is, you know, if it's essentially, either way, you're making something I'm going to like. Yeah. But uh, I didn't know, I mean, it looked good. It's so good. You got to... Corned beef is good. It, it's how I feel about turkey. Like, uh, I don't know why we just do it once a year. I could eat corned beef once a week. You can go to Renaissance Fair, eat a big old turkey leg all summer long. Mm-hmm. I never did the big turkey leg. I'm like, right. I don't need all that. Yeah, turkey leg. Also, it's, uh, you're out, you're walking around. Like, you don't get it at a restaurant. Yeah. You get it for, like, walking around in the summer. I don't want just that. And turkey legs have these weird tendons in them that look like zip ties. Like these twelve-inch little white plasticky, Both. looks like a zip tie, and there's about no, four or five of them that come up from the bottom. The hand motion, <laughs> so you got to eat around that shit. Yeah, I, I never. I, well, I mean, granted, I've also never been to a Renaissance fair. I don't Maybe though, I I'm doing new things. Yeah. Maybe I'll go this year. And uh, made the corned beef the other day, and then last night got crazy with the pickled deviled eggs, which. I hope that you're going to you brought enjoy. some here. I didn't try them yet. Got you, uh, got you about a whole dozen. Or no, about two dozen once you cut them in half. Because you made so, 12? Yeah. Well, so I appreciate you that. You 24 man. halves in there. Purple. That might be too many. Buddies. Might be too many for y'all, but. No. Yeah. I, can, I, can, I can eat deviled eggs like a drug mule swallowing bags of heroin. Like I could just slide those down my throat. <laughs> I love them. Yeah, they're good. I uh, pickled them in a. Uh, and uh, beet juice, pickled mm-hmm. beet juice, good purple ones. Yeah, they're very purple. purple. Ones. And then uh, I just kind of did a freestyle on the uh, on the yolks. I mashed up the yolks. I did some sriracha. Freestyled on that yolk. Sriracha, Cajun seasoning, yolk stuff, garlic powder. Oh, and then I took spicy pickles and diced them up real fine. So Dog, the, I might we might have to pause this episode just so I can get the crunch is spicy pickles. So yeah, man, get into it. I might have to I might have to break so I can get in there. What else going on, man? Man, well, I did that, and then uh, 
And got Italian food last night. Mm. <laughs> nothing, uh, nothing special. Just, uh, just been out. Just been living while yep. back in town. We're recording on a regular schedule. This is an actually recording. Yeah. The day before it will be released. Yeah. Look at us. I guess I'm supposed to say that my Netflix half hour it will yeah. be out, and that's all I will say about that. You want another, another, another drink? Yeah. There? Bring me another beer. Looks like we're drinking today. And I still have mostly a full one, but Dave, since you're up and I'm filling the void, let me continue on by saying so, thanks. Oh, there you are. Netflix special comes out today. Yeah, it's, it's, fucking whatever. You're, why are you so bummed about it? That's not good. It, I, yeah, I'm sure it's I not. I don't like it. It's fine. You know what it is? It's fine. Yeah. And I've said it before. If something's fine, it's just as good as forgotten. Hmm. And you know what? I have my complaints about Netflix, but also I was not prepared. I should have been on the road figuring out how to whittle down the hour that was ready to go mm-hmm. into a functional 30 minutes. Uh, and I and I wasn't. That was I got a five weeks notice that I'd be taping it. And it was the particular five weeks where I was like, oh, I've been on the road a bunch. I'm going to actually take trips. And so for those five weeks, I wasn't on the road. I mean, I, I practiced it around town and everything. We mm-hmm. did those shows. Yeah. Whatever. I've said my piece. Um, Netflix, I guess, was not happy with the one tweet I put out promoting it. What'd you say? Nothing. They fucked up the one ad, the one-minute video to promote it, mm-hmm. where, okay, I have a joke about, like, the punch. one of the punchlines, like, I'd, I'd be a terrible clan member because mm-hmm. I'm a very sloppy eater. Mm-hmm. Now, the one-minute video is with not closed captioning but has words on it because, you know, people are looking at something on their phone. They're not using the volume on it. Mm-hmm. They spelled clan, C-L-A-N. Uh-huh. You've got one minute of video, just one minute to make sure this is how you're going to get people to watch these half hours. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't even get that joke right. Hmm. Now, I know I'm being sensitive, but, yeah, it's my career. I get to be sensitive about it. I've said enough. Watch it. There's a lot of uh, – I, I am in good company. So even if you don't enjoy mine, Aparna and Churla, right? a lot of comics of the week, Aparna and Churla, Rachel Feinstein, Joe List, a lot of funny people on there. So please enjoy the series. And that's that. Well, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's great, buddy. <clears throat> no, You're thanks. always too hard on yourself. Thanks. You got to be. Yeah. You got to be, though. Nobody, nobody's – there's no comedy boss. Mm-hmm. There's nobody out there saying, hey, you better work harder. It's just like, no, somebody's already working harder than you. Mm-hmm. And so if you work a little less, they pass you up. Mm-hmm. It's – we've had this discussion. It's, it's, one, it's one part talent and it's one part hustle. Mm-hmm. And hustle can mean schmoozing and who do you know. But hustle can mean, are you out there busting your ass every night, doing every show you can do? That's part of it, too. Mm-hmm. And the people that have the willingness to do that, but maybe not the talent, will get more out of show business than somebody who just has talent but doesn't do fuck all about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably the case for any pursuit in life. Mm-hmm. So, great. You're good at something. Now work even harder mm-hmm. to make sure you get to do that for a living. Yeah. That's a good point. What am I, fucking Tony Robbins? <laughs> what, I mean, taking life advice from me? No shit, we're drinking beer in the afternoon. On a pl- I thought today was Friday. I went on a bike ride this morning. My buddy Kyle, shout out to my buddy Kyle, my bike ride buddy. 
and we're just 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 going up the hill. We're walking because we're 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 out of shape. We can't ride up the hill. We just go down. And I'm just talking. I'm like, "What is today? Friday?" He's like, "It's Monday." I was like, "Oh, all right." <laughs> I don't know. That's the great thing about being in comedy. That is is it not is, knowing what day it is. There is a little like. Like you want to know true freedom from the man? I don't even know what fucking day it is. I love that. I love that. <laughs> That's true freedom. Yeah. What man? Time's just a construct. Time's yeah. a man-made construct. I never get the Sunday night blues anymore. <laughs> I used to get oh, the Sunday night blues all the time. That no. On top of the fact, you know what did make me happy is we, there's been a time change. Uh huh. That it's lighter later, and that makes me happy. Yeah. That I would get. Like I hate that. I'll get that. The autumn equinox, where all of a sudden it's just dark out. You're like, I just woke up. Yeah. Which that's not my fault because I'm not a morning person. But yeah, the Sunday night, like, I got to go to school or I got to go to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I understand that. I used to have a job where I'd have to uh, wake up at 4.30 a.m. And I couldn't even – it's oh. 7 p.m. the night before. I'm already like, ugh, the clock's ticking. Yeah. Like, getting up that early, especially like on a Monday, like – Sunday Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening sucked. You couldn't enjoy them. Not anymore, buddy. No way. I don't know what day it is. Not, not a clue. Uh, anyway, what about, oh, the Boogie Monster. Oh, it's the Boogie Monster. That's us. Kyle and Dave. Yeah. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Pickling our eggs. <laughs> I'll pickle your eggs, lady. <laughs> <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, well, all right. We're going to talk to our thing. Talk to our thing. Talk about our thing. <laughs> well, I want to talk about this guy who got a weird voicemail. Yeah, let me know. I, I don't know the whole story there. I know a little bit. Um, all right, this guy got a goofy voicemail and kind of like a, a Siri uh, digital voice. This just happened this week, correct? Yeah. Uh, it was it was like a digital – it was just a series of uh, – <clears throat> Military code or what do they say? Where phonetic you, alphabet. Phonetic, yeah. Alpha, alpha, beta. Can you remember it right oh, now? Yeah. You know, yeah, you know it. Alpha, beta, Charlie, uh, Delta, uh, Echo. Uh, first of all, i got to remember the real alphabet. Francis, what, comes after, what comes after E? Francis, uh, Garibaldi. <laughs> Frank. Uh, Frank George. Uh, uh, I don't know. I used to Indespicable. know Yeah. Elemental P. Jefferson. Yeah. <laughs> It's fun to try and make them up, though. <laughs> uh, so this guy gets a voicemail, and it's just saying all this, you know, saying just, uh, you know, Alpha, Charlie, all this stuff. And it turns out to be what what it's actually saying, it was spelling out, and what it spe- spelled out is Danger SOS. It is dire for you to evacuate. Be cautious. They are not human. SOS. Danger SOS. And then it gives some coordinates. Now, it's by a Twitter account, at straightaway. But that Twitter account doesn't exist anymore. This was all going down on the 14th to the 15th. So 
Then he says that he had he saw somebody taking photos outside his house a few days before receiving the message. I'm on Nextdoor app, and they say that happens around here a lot. <clears throat> what that? Oh, but people say like it's, it could be Zillow or real estate people. Mm-hmm. So we can, I mean, just to discredit things as we go. So yeah, he got <clears throat> that, but then the the uh, uh, well, he got coordinates. Now the coordinates. People are saying that the coordinates that were given, if you're curious, the coordinates were 0429-3396-4230. I don't know how to look that shit up. But the, uh, oh, and this also, somebody else is noticing that the message starts with an S mm-hmm. right before danger, SOS, meaning that it's record, it's a recording on a continuous loop. Okay. So it's just somebody called it. It's just a loop of this message. Uh-huh. And people are saying that the coordinates correspond with the area of the Malaysian plane crash. Hmm. Which I just heard a theory about what could have happened there. Really? Is that if they lost cabin pressure or something and just ascended. Because they, they did find pieces of it. Mm-hmm. And some about like that. They, they, of course, but it's like the pilots that like everybody losing consciousness. Like air pressure goes down, nothing's working, and everybody loses consciousness, and then the plane ascends and then just crashes. Well, that was one theory. It was something else. But so they're saying this corresponds with this. They said maybe you're hearing the black. This is somebody. This is a JVSTIN Fox. So Justin, but with a V instead of a U on Twitter, is thinking that what if you're hearing the black box recording? Black Box records the last interactions with a plane. That's why it's an SOS, save our ship. It was trying to warn us. That's what somebody thinks. That's just the theory that's been put online. But I thought the the Black Box also just records the what happens in the plane, not the audio. Mm-hmm. Why don't they make the but, whole plane out of the Black Box? Oh, and this, this is still Justin Fox saying the theory of Black Box... Black Box Black box records an audio message. It also records flight information as well, which is why it gives coordinates. Hmm. Well, I mean, this is a. I find this stuff. Who is the very dude? Curious. Do we know anything about the dude? No, his Twitter account went away. <laughs> Where he's from? Is this he guy, American? Justin Fox is the guy who's one's laying all this stuff around. Huh. He says that it's also happening after two large solar flares were just released, causing a soon-to-be solar storm. Hmm. And solar flares cause electromagnetic pulses in our atmosphere. This is all information from this Justin Fox, V instead of a U and Justin on Twitter. Um, I, don't, I find it all, I haven't super researched, but this is a good, this is a good new creepy story. Yeah. Maybe it was aliens that took out the plane. Ooh. Maybe it's this me- you know, message going out. What do aliens want with a <coughs> Malaysian airliner? I don't know. Uh, That's interesting, I, man. I don't know, man. This was a... What about the guy that messaged him to... Del- oh, somebody messaged him to d- delete his what he said. Oh, really? Uh Okay, well, now I'm just looking at uh, 
This is on someecards.com. This is where I'm getting the accounts. Hmm. <clears throat> Again, elaborate hoaxes online. Who knows how many people can be involved, but this is a pretty good story if you like that kind of stuff. Creepy messages. It's got creepy messages. <laughs> it's got coordinates of an airplane. It's saying it's not human. It's good stuff. It's still unfolding. And so check it out. I don't have theories. I don't know. I mean, just I listen to the message. It's, those robot voices are so haunting. Yeah. When you're getting a message of danger that sends such a monotonous calm. Yeah. You're going to die. Yeah. S-O-S. So well. What would S- S- that's a uh, S- uh, Sierra. Uh, shit on a shingle. Si- no. S- 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 Sierra Ocelot. Ocean. Ocean. That's an easier one. I think it's ocean. Yeah, I can't remember. I used to know it really well. Alpha, Beta, Charlie, uh, Delta, Echo, Foxtrot, George. What was H? Helio? Hellman's. Harold? <laughs> I only know brand names. <laughs> That'd be terrible in the military. <laughs> Reebok, Albertsons, <laughs> Vlasic, <laughs> Chevrolet. I don't know if I'd be worthless. Oh, man. Uh, among uh, every other reason I'd be worthless in the military, I'd fuck up the alphabet. Well, that's got to be a sketch done somewhere. <laughs> you know what for the first letter of what I'm saying is <laughs> Beelzebub. Use the right words. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's uh, that's uh, that's the thing that's going on this week. Currently in the news, look it up. It's creepy. Well, I love a good mystery. So let's segue into today's topic. And this is a uh, <laughs> it's been a uh, topic I've been looking into for a long time, and uh, I've been doing some field research on it as well. Did some last week, and I'll explain that. Um, We've we've referenced it a few times. Uh, missing four one one. You mean you went camping? I went camping. <laughs> I go camping seriously with the intent of come fucking get me. I just sit. What, what don't you do with that intent? I, <laughs> Everything you do in life is come fucking get me. I seriously. You just sit in your van at night waiting for people to fuck with you. I just sat out in the woods in a lawn chair, cracked my knuckles. I had my machete to my right and my baseball bat to my left. Well, maybe that's why nobody's coming and to get I you. And I said, fucking bring it on, maybe 411. Big, maybe Bigfoot's like, man, I want to talk to that guy, but he looks like he's got a real chip on his shoulder. <laughs> No, I want to. Um, this guy with his weapons to, at all sides. I've, I've said this before. I would gladly give my life for the split second of certainty, of knowledge, of knowing, like, oh shit, Bigfoot's about to kill me, or oh shit, I'm going up into a UFO. I, I'd gladly sacrifice my life just for that one yeah, second of like, say, but yeah. You, but, the, but if you believe in nothing after the afterlife, then this, then you get no joy from it. Oh, you mean I wouldn't be able to enjoy it yeah, once I'm dead? Yeah, for a half dead? second you'd be like, wait, it's real dead. Eh, it'd be worth I'd it. I'd want to know. <laughs> but no, I went camping last week. Uh, I started doing a little research on this stuff. and uh, David Politis. David Politis. The author of this uh, series. Missing 401 is the name of the books. He did about, I think he's done about six or seven at this point. Lots I've, of missing people. I've got a couple of them. And um, 
Yeah, dude, it's interesting. All right, uh, this dude used to be a cop. He was a cop for 20 years. Then he got into um, – he started doing some cryptozoology research. Uh, initially got into it uh, trying to uh, prove the existence of Bigfoot. And with some of his uh, studies on that, he started uh, – researching all these old case files of missing people, thinking that uh, you know maybe these missing people are missing due to Bigfoot or what have you, and uh, just went from there. And uh, basically, the Missing 411 books are about people who have gone missing yeah. in state and national parks, primarily national parks. And uh, holy shit. Just well, but we've talked about this too. Like, <clears throat> If you wanted to be a serial killer, mm-hmm. I guess that's the issue with serial killers is they kind of want to be caught. Because that seems like... Just go to the woods. Mm-hmm. Boom. Look, yeah. Oh, look who's camping by themselves. Oh, look, there's the one person that doesn't have a machete and a baseball bat next to him in a lawn chair. Let's kill that person. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And we'll get to that in a minute as far as like what the theories of what this could be. Now, there's literally thousands of cases. Uh, I think he goes all the way back to uh, about the 50s. Um, that Hundreds and thousands of cases – um, involving missing people in national parks. Now, a lot of those can be attributed to some people just got plain old lost. Some people may have got eaten mm-hmm. by a mountain lion or a bear. Uh, some are suicide. But he's narrowed it down. He took all these cases, all these case files, yeah. researched them, and he narrowed it down. He eliminated all the ones where the victims may have had some sort of mental illness yeah. or um, just where there's suspects involved, maybe a serial killer. So he, he's got this huge stack of files where none of that stuff there's, – there's no suspects. There's no history of mental illness, yeah. uh, no involuntary disappearance. So here are some common factors, some common denominators that he's come up with. Um, also, no evidence of animal attacks or human predation. Um, so Human predation! So he's got hundreds of these cases where all – they qualify for that. Uh, no scent detected by on-scene tracking dogs. Uh, they found missing clothing and or shoes. Here's a weird one. A lot of the the people who have been found, a lot of these people have been found alive. A lot of people have been found dead. Uh, a lot of people have not been found at all. But the people who have been found alive uh, or dead, uh, a lot of them were found in fields of boulders, just boulder fields. You know, you go up in the mountains, it's amazing how much just, how much, how many rocks are just kind of hanging out. <laughs> Berries were involved in a lot of these, a lot of uh, near near berry patches and stuff like that. Uh, many victims that were found alive were found near bodies of water, whether it be a creek or a lake or something of that nature. You know, bodies of water. What? A lot of these people vanished after 4 p.m. If found, many of them were found unconscious or semi-conscious. A lot of the found victims, uh, uh, the People who they found alive have no memory of how they disappeared. Many were found with a low-grade fever. Many were found in the area that has already been searched several times. Now, this is kind of a creepy okay, uh, thing. Because I was going to say these other ones, like, <clears throat> oh, they've been found by berries and rocks and water. You mean a national park? Well, there's still a lot of there's a lot of terrain out there that doesn't involve any of those. You know, just in the middle of the woods, there may not be when, water. Where you were camping, were the rocks... Yeah. Were there plants? Yeah. Some of those plants have berries? Probably. I'm just saying. Yeah, but still. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, but still. <laughs> um, oh, this is the thing. He's, he's found a very common 
denominator. Some of the uh, victims that were found, whether they be dead or alive, were found in areas that were searched time and time and time and mm. time again. He said there's hundreds of cases where they'll search this area. like, And we're talking not just one or two dudes yeah. out looking for these people, like a team of, of searchers. And they, the people are like, oh, we searched this this particular area where this yeah. body is now laying. We've all searched this ten times. Um, this is interesting, too. Many of the victims uh, that have been found, either dead or alive, uh, fall on opposite ends of the intellectual spectrum. A lot of the victims they found are, like, autistic or have some sort of mental disability. And then others are incredibly intelligent. Not a lot of just... Common, well, common how, folks. How do, how do you know that? <clears throat> well, because they, they... They get my cute test afterwards? Well, just, they, you know, a lot of times they, you know, either the friends or family or whatever, like, yeah, that's my boy, he was autistic, or that's my uncle, he was fucking Mensa member. It just sounds like a weird piece of data to collect. No, I mean, if you think about it, like, uh, okay. I'm sorry, listen, I'm, I'm real sorry that your son died. Was he a retard? Like, I got what? What? Well, I don't understand this. Like this willy nilly. What was his favorite color? Is he left handed or right handed? Like what? I mean, that could uh, yeah, that could come into to play as far as you don't think. Uh, I don't know. You find a you find a, somebody who's been lost out in the woods. You want to know if they are. You know, if they're mentally challenged, yeah. that could that no. could attribute well, to their that, yeah. disappearance. And then also, like, dude, if you're so smart, how come how come you got lost? So I don't know. Maybe maybe smart doesn't mean you know how to survive in the woods. True, but maybe super both super smart people and not so smart people probably spend a lot of time daydreaming, being preoccupied. Okay, maybe all right, not, that maybe makes not, sense. Not watching mm-hmm. what they're doing. Wandering off, falling mm-hmm. off a trail. Yeah. But don't they always find their clothes like neatly folded or something? Sometimes. A lot of times, um, if they uh, – oh, a lot, of, a lot of the bodies they find – it's weird because I'm speaking in the sense that a lot of the – like I said, I think it's – I don't know what the percentages are, but a lot of people just never found whatsoever. A lot of people are found dead. A lot of people are found alive. But in many cases, regardless of those factors uh, – Found without shoes. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah I don't. Okay, I got no reason. <clears throat> I got nothing on that one. A lot, of, a lot of toddlers go missing out in the woods. And this is interesting. And like I said, there's thousands of cases. So I'm not going to. Toddlers, gonna, I'm going to write off. Well, kids run away. Look at hillbilly parents out l- there. Listen to this, though. All right. Yes, toddlers <clears throat> do wander off. But real smart toddlers. <laughs> What about these retarded kids? Little Doogie uh, Hauser kids running off. No, they find a lot of these toddlers they have found. There's there's a lot of these cases where they find them like 12 miles from where they vanished. And, mm-hmm. people, and they're like, as the crow flies 12 miles. Oh, yeah. Not to mention the, the crazy terrain. And they're like, how can this two-year-old travel 12 miles with no shoes in the cold? You know, within a, you know they might find his body. 18 hours later, he's covered 12 miles. There's a lot of cases like that where just they're like, that's almost physically impossible. Without damage, without something that says like an animal? Yeah, we don't. That's That could be a factor, too. That could the animals pulling shoes off. Or like a big-ass uh, big eagle or something, golden eagle, swooping down, that was snatching that, them up. Uh, that staircase documentary. 
I don't know if you saw that. I one. did. I did, haven't did finished we talk, it. Did we talk about this. I don't think so. I I, I was watching I it a while spoil back. It for you, did I already tell you about it? I know about that crate. I haven't got to that yet, but somebody spoiled that for me. The owl. Yeah, so we could talk about. Yeah, it. talk about it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. That this guy, you know, his first wife died in mysterious circumstances. Second wife, yeah, <clears throat> couldn't figure out what happened. And they, you watch this thing, you're like, this guy fucking did it. Like, no, it was owls. Like, owl like, has they have such force. Like, like clawed the back of her head, and she made it inside, and it looked like. Even the guy was like, I don't know, maybe she fell down the stairs. I was outside, and he couldn't tell what happened. Yeah. He was like, oh, there's no blood at the top of the stairs, but she's at the bottom of the staircase with this wound to the back of her head, and mm-hmm. it was an owl. Hmm. Those things aren't fucking around. Hungry animals do not fuck around. Yeah, owls are crazy. Owls, eagles, people you can't even hike with little dogs around here, but the eagles or falcons will snatch them up. Mm-hmm. So a kid... I mean, I don't know what the condition of the the bodies are, but like grabbed and like flown for a little bit till the bird gets tired. Take, but then you think it would eat some of it. If the kids like, if it's a body that's in shape without damage to it, I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, so all these factors. No, not not every factor is uh, pertinent to every case, but what I just described there—that's kind of a list of some common denominators that he's found. Um, you know, near bodies of water, they're mis- missing shoes, uh, vanishing after 4 p.m. That's weird. So, and dude goes on. Vanishing after 4 p.m. or people don't realize somebody's missing until after 4 p.m. True. Because people are like, oh, it's the daytime, we'll find him. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, no, he's really missing. When did he go missing? Oh, well. Well, here's an interesting twist, too, is um, – and by the way, this David uh, – some people call it, pronounce it politis, politis. Whatever. Um, he has had almost... Whatever with this fucking guy was trying to support <laughs> his claims. He's had so much um, uh, resistance from the officials at the uh, national parks. Uh, when he started investigating the stuff, he would try... The first thing he did was he asked he, somebody in corporate, I don't know, somebody higher up in the administration of the National Park Service. He's like, hey, I want to get a list. Can I get a list of all these uh, these cases of missing people? And the first thing they told him was like, yeah, we don't keep track of that. Why would you not keep track? That's a little weird. Uh, and he did some more research and discovered that they do keep track. They have a list of all the movies that have been filmed in national parks. But uh, missing persons, nah, we don't keep track of that shit. So either they were lying to him about that because logic tells you, of course they keep track of that. You would think. <clears throat> Unless because – all right, well, now I don't know the jurisdiction of a national park ranger versus a police report. If somebody goes missing, who handles that? Is it the police department or is it the park service? It depends on where where they went missing from, the jurisdiction. The park. Yeah, so if it's from in the park, I, I, don't, I don't think a local cops would handle uh, miss, local uh, any crime. Cops are the park rangers. Yeah, but I mean— But they're not know. necessarily police officers. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that just falls under a jurisdiction thing. If somebody goes missing from a national park, mm. then it's the National Park Service jurisdiction to investigate that. Is it? But, yeah. Are you sure it's not like a like a county police or state state trooper? I don't think so. I don't think so. So. So we're going on. Dave doesn't think so. I've thought a lot about it, and I don't think so. That probs not. No, but. Uh, yeah, it just makes sense that uh, – okay, regardless of who 
they would still have a record of it. Like, why would you not have a record of that? That my reasoning being no, because a different department handles this stuff. Well, they didn't tell them that. We know said. when bears break into cabins because mm-hmm. that's our jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. When human people go missing or there's a crime, is it park rangers or is it state troopers? That's that's. Well, I'm assuming he no, did some. I'm, I'm in front of a computer. I'm, I'm assuming he did some follow up. If there was a file, let's say you know. Johnny Q. Public goes missing, and he goes missing from a from a state park, and then they tell him we don't keep a record of it. I'm sure he, he probably went to the the next jurisdiction and be like, "Do y'all have a report of Johnny Q. Public missing?" And they're like, "What are you talking about?" Uh, who solves a murder in a national park? Here's this. That's a good question. If a murder occurs in one of the national parks, who investigates? The national Park Service Rangers, the Bureau of Interior, Office of Law Enforcement. Jesus Christ. The FBI has primary jurisdiction over homicide investigations in national parks. Homicide investigation, not missing person. Two different things. All right. But it's still like a person crime, not Mm -hmm. an animal crime. Mm -hmm. You know, animal crime. (laughs) As opposed to, you know, person crimes. (laughs) Went to school for animal law. (laughs) There is a documentary uh, with the same name, Missing 411. I believe it's on Hulu right now, and I watched it. I watched some of it. It's good, not great. It's a little dry. Uh, the one, My one complaint with uh, this David Politis, he doesn't really um, – I've listened to a lot of his interviews. I've, I've read a couple of the books, although the books are really just – they're not books per se. It's just basically a list of case files. Uh, I mean, there's not like a narrative to it. It's just yeah, – was like. You know. There's so much uh, self DIY literature, yeah, that is real hard to take seriously. Yeah, we were getting sent a bunch of that stuff. Oh, it was getting stacks sent to us. Yeah, at one point it's like, look, here's proof in a picture, and it's the most pixelated. Yeah, so I'm like, what? Is, this is a crazy person. But he himself doesn't really offer up too many opinions on. On his theories. Yeah. Now, other people who have read these books and looked into some of these cases uh, have definitely offered up some uh, theories. Uh, Here's just a few of them. Right off the top of my head, Bigfoot. Hey, Dave went to Bigfoot right away. I mean, most most common, you know, most logical direction. Uh, But Okay, legitimately, you got somebody that got lost and maybe they're taking them back to their little berry patch. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe you like berries. Maybe they fed them berries, and they didn't realize the berries are poisonous to people, but Bigfoot could eat the berries. Aliens? I went camping last week with the intention of getting abducted by an alien. I mean, that's why we both go into the woods. But alien, like, they're not doing anything with them. They're just moving them around? Well... Like I said, the Hedberg joke about fishing, like catching them and throwing them back. Like fish just think we're trying to make them late for something. <laughs> you shove the hole in your cheek, like yeah, guys, you aren't going to believe what just happened. I always thought that the fish should communicate better and let everybody know. Hey, those worms don't don't get those worms. Well, that was my joke. Do you have a joke about I mean, that? We keep catching fish. Yeah, and they got the whole ocean to get away. Yeah. I just wish they would communicate. It's like you got the whole ocean and you still fall. Like, that's why fish are dumb and it's okay to eat fish. <laughs> that's I don't true. like that's eating smart point. animals. And then last night I had Italian food. I got squid. I forgot how good squid is. 
never was a go-to as a kid. Today, I'm like, now I'm like, you know what? Why am I being a chicken shit? I talk a big game about how you should try all the things. And I'm trying to, I'm not trying to eat meat, but seafood's okay. Octopuses are the ones that are smart, right? Yeah. Squids? Nah. Delicious. Man. Tastes like it's made out of food. I saw some weird YouTube video the other day of uh, some some folks in Japan at a restaurant just eating live. Oh, yeah, where it sticks to your face on the way yes. down? I mean, I don't need that. God damn. Take it easy. I don't need that. Just uh, eating a live squid. You ever do squid? You ever eat squid? That's calamari, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I eat calamari. But, not, but like just not deep fried, not battered and fried, just like straight up grilled. I don't it was, know. It was rough for me to get around, but you know, I'm out with Rachel. Like, while we're at a nice Italian place, let's get it. Hmm. It was great. Where'd y'all go? Osteria Mama. So a lot of those Osterias around here. Yeah, there's like three of them. Next one. Is it's that the like, one on Melrose? Yeah. There's yeah. like a family, and so they got mad, and so the one lady let, went and started her place, hmm. and so I went to her place. Because I'm thinking, if you got mad at your family and went and started your own restaurant, you really want to shake your finger at them. Yeah. So you're probably making it twice as good as the other people. That's good logic. You know, you're going to be like, fuck you, I'll have my own restaurant. I'm like, I'm going to go to your restaurant. You're trying to tell them to cram it. So, yeah, squid. Hmm. The whole thing's food. There's no fucking around. Bones, none of this. The whole thing. Throw it on a grill. Eat it with some seasoning. Hmm. It's all consistent. Yeah. The, the chew, it's all consistent. Now, were you eating pieces or were you eating those little, eating them whole? No, pieces. Sometimes like, when like you get calamari, yeah, you get a there's whole the one. rings and then there's the whole ones. That's what's confusing is like the rings, I guess, were the bigger ones where it's like its head mm-hmm. and they just chopped its head up and its head is just rings. Oh, really? And the that, rings are the, the head? Yeah. Oh. Like, like just. Interesting. It's almost like a closed, to- it's like a bulb. Okay. And they're chopping the bulb yeah. horizontally. Yeah. I'm Which I don't know what, what's inside of it. I don't know where that went. Like a dumb old squid. Got no brain. I'll eat you. <laughs> I'll eat you, dumb brainless squids. But yeah, those fish, like fish are dumb because we still catch them. Mm-hmm. Then that was cute because I'd be like, how can you be in a school all day and be so stupid? That was adorable. That was a cute joke. <laughs> And Cockney's got cute jokes. Uh, oh, what, what special was that? Where you Cockney could do cute jokes? You I did fucking a, sure can. Did a wordplay joke. Which one yeah. was that? I'll throw. I got something in there for everybody. <laughs> it's not word all play. like uh, truth bombs. Then let me tell you how the world works. Sometimes you get a little sweet treat out of the kid. <laughs> all right. So who's taking these bastards? Is it Bigfoot? Is it aliens? Is it a serial killer? Is it, I don't know, this is complete hearsay, but I think maybe somewhere I read. Oh, we got some hearsay on the podcast, finally. I think. Some unconfirmed facts. Somewhere I think I read that uh, a lot of these dumbs, these deep underground military bases, are stationed near national parks. That's a more. Somebody grabbing these bastards and taking them down to the dumb. But what? Like, why are you just taking people from a camping trip? They're going to be like, oh, my kid's missing. What if you truly needed human experiment, kids? You would just pull that shit they were doing. What was the Omaha kitty ring thing that was going on? Yeah. You know? I the, forget the name of that, that one. That bank. 
Uh, and that the one the there was some bank. Some kid disappeared in yeah. Omaha, and, they, and like he came back to his mom years later. Like I remember you, and then like a van followed him, and huh? Like there was that whole yeah, and they thought there was like a pedophile ring. They were selling them to politicians. Like why wouldn't you just take street kids or runaways or or, or things where they're they're not looking for them as opposed to oh, in twenty minutes somebody's gonna know that this kid's missing. <laughs> Yeah, but if you if you're taking them somewhere that where they just ain't gonna be found, whether it be up in a UFO or down in an underground military base, then who gives a shit if they know he's missing? They ain't gonna find him. But then you're just bringing suspicion. If it's human based, you're bringing suspicion back to. Hey, oh, there's our secret base. By the way, let's. You're really shitting where you eat. Hmm. Is what I'm saying. You know, if you if you're a drug dealer, don't smoke a joint in front of your own house. Oh man, that reminds me of this one of the best jokes I've ever heard. I wish I could remember whose it was to give him credit. I'll paraphrase. I forgot who it was. So uh, my my buddy got fired from uh, from from his job because he was banging the bartender, mm-hmm. and his boss said, uh, "You know, hey, you can't do that. I can't shit where you eat." And he goes, "Shit where I eat? I'm just trying to fuck where I steal." <laughs> I thought that was an Andy Sanford joke. No sounds like it sounds like an Andy yeah. Sanford joke. I don't think it is. I'm fuck where I steal. Shit where I eat. I'm trying to fuck where I steal. <laughs> I always thought that was a weird <laughs> phrase. Shit where I eat. Ugh. I mean, it just gets to the point. Are you shitting in the kitchen? Is that what that means? Because I got no problem with I that. I think it's more of a nature-based thing. Okay. Hey, look at that bush full of berries. Don't take a dump in it. I pee where I eat. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you're still tickled by these observations, Dave. Uh, everybody else is getting worried for you. I'm all right. <laughs> what do I care? Oh, come on, buddy. <laughs> you're gonna be all right. You'll be. You'll be mm. okay. <laughs> so, what's happening what to these people? We got I. <laughs> I think it's you got a large open space and somebody's trying to make sense. I mean, serial killer. I would say serial killer because that's my like. Yeah, you got no witnesses. You got no cameras. You could just snatch somebody like a like a like a fairy tale straggling kid in the hike. Snatch him away. Nobody's gonna know. You know how to hide in the woods. This is a Cub Scout troop going out there. Mm-hmm. They don't know what what's up from down. But you know how to hide in the woods? I'm still fascinated with the Northwoods Hermit, the guy who just lived in New Hampshire yeah. for 30 years. Not far off a hiking trail. Mm-hmm. And just knew how to stay out of people's way. Mm-hmm. So when you think about that's one guy that got caught. How many people are doing it? <clears throat> I'll go up in the woods here. I'll go up in the Angeles Forest. And you see cars and just like, oh, you just been up here. Mm-hmm. If you got to come down the hill to get some supplies, you do. But... You're off the grid. You're just up there, maybe walking around all day, Mm -hmm. maybe sleeping in the woods. You know where the coyote dens are and this and that and how to stay out of trouble. If it's raining, you go sit in your car. Nobody's towing. Nobody's doing shit up there. Well, here's a detail I haven't mentioned yet. In many of these cases, there's a lot of these cases where multiple people will will be together, let's say on a hike, Mm -hmm. three, four, five people together on a hike. And uh, within – Within spitting distance of each other, you know, if we're going to go on a hike together, we're not going to walk arm in arm, but we're also, yeah. you know, going to, you might be 10 yards away, 20 yards away. We can yeah, all see each fast other. Fast ones or slow ones. 
Many of these cases involve multiple people on a hike, and then they turn around, and Kyle's back there, mm-hmm. and then we walk a couple more seconds, and I turn around, and Kyle's gone. Yeah. Just vanished into thin air. And if you're a creep who knows how to operate in the woods. <clears throat> also, when you're talking about these things, you're asking, you're asking somebody who has now gone through a trauma and has been sitting around retracing their steps. Where could they go? This and that. How long? It was just a second. It was just a second. They don't know because they're not actively trying to keep detailed information yeah. about that moment. It's yeah. only after the fact that, oh, now I have to try and access my memory of this, something that I wasn't trying to keep a memory of. Mm-hmm. You know, That's why you hear about stories about people being coaxed into <clears throat> confessing crimes that mm-hmm. they didn't commit. Like, well, if you didn't do it, why would you do it? People can scare you and people can manipulate you to think things that you don't even know about. Mm-hmm. I know it just from doing comedy. You tell a joke over and over again and you exaggerate. I mean, it's not the same thing about not remember, but you exaggerate a story enough to you're like, yeah, those are the facts. Mm-hmm. And you don't know how far away from the truth you are. Oh, been. absolutely. You've been replaying events over and over and over again to find your missing kid. You know, you don't a minute and a half could have been it was ten seconds. Mm-hmm. But again, you're in the woods and you're out in the woods to be distracted and look at nature and see things, especially you've got other kids walking around. Yeah. It wasn't ten seconds, it was a minute and a half, and somebody who knows how to snatch him up. Cool. He just checked on him. Now he's paying attention to the other kid. Boom, gone into the woods. Mm-hmm. The whole forest to disappear. In. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm not saying that's for sure the solution, but I'm. I, 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 think, it's, I think it's perverts and uh, perverts and murderers. Maybe it's because I'm an adult now, and it's not really a threat for me. But man, when I was a kid, I don't know if it was just more prevalent back then. But do you remember, like, growing up, like in the '80s? And a lot of it started with uh, John Walsh, the America's Most Wanted oh, guy, yeah, his whose kid. his kid got yeah, abducted yeah. and de- mall. decapitated. But like, uh, there was just such a um, an awareness. Mm-hmm. I don't know if my my family or whatever, but like, there was just such a constant awareness of like, look out for kidnappers. You know, just don't get kidnapped. Yeah. You know, just kids disappearing left and right. Being at a mall, mm-hmm. same concept now, but it's now it's because there's so many people. Mm-hmm. And boom, you just blend into it. I got lost for about 45 minutes, apparently, when I was like three or four at a uh, rich way. I don't know if they have those anymore. There was a, it was kind of like a target before it was, before there was a target in uh, Marietta, Georgia. I was at a rich way department store and apparently I just vanished for like, like my dad and mom were freaking the shit out for like 45 minutes. Did you have to tell, I've, I've had it where, I remember my sister and I having to go like make him let him do the announcement. Oh really? No, I don't. I don't really even remember much about it. But that was just a story I always heard. Yeah. Was like you scared the shit out of us. Like apparently I was gone for forty five minutes, and my yeah. dad's just running all over the store, just yeah. losing his fucking mind. Because yeah, and then you start get, you start thinking worst case scenarios. Mm-hmm. My mom, when we were kids, this has nothing to do with it. But I just remember, remember like a rack that'd be like circular racks of clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My mom would never let her kids, like, she wouldn't let us use the dressing room. Hmm. It's like, you don't need to use that. Just go in the circular rack of clothes. Interesting. Just to change in the circular rack of clothes while some other lady's shopping for pants for her kids, and she's just flipping through, and all of a sudden there's a fucking naked kid in the middle of the rack. (laughs) Oh, what a funny visual. 
Just, just and I'm just dumb Whoa! little dumb little Kyle putting on some just, elastic waist jeans. Just in my underoos, scared shitless because the worst thing I could imagine is happening is strangers just seeing me with no pants on, in spite of being surrounded by pants. Oh man, that's funny, dude. Yeah. Whoa! Don't don't get kidnapped. But here's a sweet piece of candy hiding in the pants rack, already half undressed for you. This one's already unwrapped. Thanks, Deb. I got she, lost. She listens. She knows I'm joking. I got lost in the woods one time when I was about 11. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was uh, deep into the woods. We, uh, when I was 12, my family, we moved up to mm-hmm. the, the hills of North Georgia. And uh, while the, the process of like shopping for that piece of land or that home or whatever, we would go up there and look at it quite mm-hmm. often. Um, and just, I, was, I think it was like 11. And just one day, I just wandered off, and I was gone for like an hour. And I, I got I, in eleven. I remember that vividly, as opposed to the other story. But like, and I remember just being like, "What the shit, man? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea where I'm at." And like, I was hollering, Dad! and I could hear them, but I wasn't. For some reason, I just didn't have enough wherewithal to follow the sound. I just, I just kept getting lost and lost. And I was just deep in the woods. It's, if it's so easy to get lost mm-hmm. if you just go on hikes and you realize walking back, like I'm on the trail, but it doesn't look the same. Yeah, because nothing looks the same going one direction as it does the other direction. It's yeah. not created by. It's not a human-made creation like a street where, like, oh, yeah, it's just that store, but it's on the other side now. Yeah. It's all trees. It all looks the same. The light changes. The shadows, like, just the light alone changing changes the perception of everything. Yeah. I remember doing that. or walking, like, and that's why you see the little cairns. The what? Stack, cairns. C-A-I-R-N-E-S. Little stacks of rocks people make. Oh, right, right. And you think, oh, it's always a fun thing. It's like, no, they're trail markers. They're there. <laughs> To be like, oh, I remember this one. I remember these rocks here Yeah, we took a left at. So when you're coming back, you're like, okay, there's that Karen again. Mm-hmm. This means we're on the right path. I remember hmm. backpacking in Sequoia. I've really just done backpacking in Sequoia, but going out and then trying to come back at night and realizing like, nope, you're camping now. If you try to hike now with the light going away, like you're going to get lost. Set up camp where you still have light. That's why you have all this stuff with you. Yeah. Um, but even just, I've had bike rides where I'm like, shit, man, I don't know where I'm at. I did that years ago when I first started mountain biking. The sun went down. And I'm like, yeah, we're fucked. I mean, we're, we're on a trail, but it's a trail network. You have yeah. no idea if you're getting further away from where you're supposed to be. But this was before everybody had a phone with lights on it. And so we just had, I think I had a digital camera, so we had to like take pictures of the sign and then look at the picture. I always thought that was a good technique for a horror movie. So we had to like take a picture, you know, it'd take a few seconds for it to show up on the screen uh-huh. just so we could see what the sign said. Yeah. But like, what if that's what you did and that's how you saw like a monster or something? Ooh. But by the time you got to see the picture, it already had three seconds to move closer Ooh, to you. Yeah. I remember like that was, that was a good one. That's pretty good. That was the same trail I was at today. Huh. But, uh, yeah, it's so easy to get disoriented. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to get lost. A lot of these cases, they're not saying they've been eaten or anything. Mm -hmm. Some of them. But just, yeah, missing in a large open place Mm -hmm. that people go to for vacation. Mm -hmm. Unprepared. Yeah. I mean, I'm not shocked by it. 
the being, well, being twelve miles away as a kid, I remember reading those those ones about like, all right, that yeah, okay, all right, yeah, that's real weird. Maybe you had a real athletic kid, you had no idea. <laughs> this little tough mother. Yeah, if autism doesn't mean you can't uh, hike like a son of a bitch, you know. <laughs> well, I think myself included, we're trying to uh, put one uh, resolution to all these cases and. The fact is, it's probably it's probably a little bit of everything. I think yeah. I think some of these people were eaten by Bigfoot. I, I truly think some of them were were abducted by aliens, and I think some were just just got lost and died. A nice mix mm-hmm. you know, out in the national parks. Yeah. Remember to enjoy your national parks while you still have them, folks. Because <clears throat> if you want to die in a weird way, no better place than your national parks. <laughs> You could fall off a stone arch. Why settle for getting stabbed in an alley in the city you live in when you can get out, breathe some fresh air, <clears throat> and have an eagle eat your face? That's how I want to go. In front of a giant redwood. Mm-hmm. Well, that concludes this week's... <laughs> What do you got? What's going on, Dave? You got uh, recipes you want to tell anybody? You want to inform them? Uh, I mean, I've talked about deviled eggs before, but since I brought you some deviled eggs today, I'll, I'll, I'll tell how I made these. You tell them. I'm going to eat them uh, right now. Put my dirty hands uh, Hard boil some eggs. Nothing. Deviled eggs. Hard boiled eggs are the worst thing. Like, you just hold one once, and it looks like somebody dusted for prints on it. Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, and they don't smell good, but uh, that's just it, that's, that's the price of doing business. But what I did with these is I uh, I boiled them up, cut them in half. You remove the yolks, throw that shit in a bowl, and take the whites and soak them in some pickled beet juice. You can buy jars of pickled beets. I just got two or three jars. And uh, if you don't have enough liquid to submerge them, if you don't have enough uh, beet juice, you can throw in some white vinegar. And uh, just submerge them for at least eight hours uh, or overnight. And uh, with the yolks, I threw in the yolks. I threw in a little mayonnaise. I threw in a little spicy mustard. I threw in some sriracha. I put some smoked paprika. They're pungent. Yeah, they are, but they, they're tasty. Like I said, I diced up a uh, some spicy pickles. Oh, and uh, deviled eggs are fun because like it's really just it's jazz. You can just just kind of free free form it, man. Oh. Just improvise and uh, whatever yeah. flavor you're going I'm for. Be farting like Dizzy Gillespie after these. Uh, yeah. What do you think? They're great. You like them? Yeah. The, they got a I kick mean, to them. I like the spiciness. Mm-hmm. That was a good move. The pickles mm-hmm. in with the yolks. Yeah. Was a real, real good move. Yeah. I love a spicy one. These, I mean, these are great. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're, I'm pretty proud of those. They're pretty good, and they're, and they're fun. They're 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 festive colors too. They mm-hmm. look they look fun. So, um, yeah, just have some fun. Oh, with look them. who's come around to festive colors on eggs all of a sudden. Well, I of course I like hard boiled eggs. I just my point with that, and I've gotten a lot of shit on Twitter because you're wrong. My point this is, is what you do with Easter eggs. A dumb little kid going around hunting eggs. He wants some fucking candy. He doesn't want a goddamn hard boiled egg. That's my point. All right, but maybe there was a time before the major before Cadbury came in and turned the thing all about sweets. Mm-hmm. That was just about Jesus and eggs. <laughs> Or maybe I gotta save some of these. I'll, keep, I'll eat the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, those are good. 
But yeah, so there's your recipe. Pickled deviled eggs. Pickle the eggs, devil the yolks, and just have some fucking fun. The <laughs> devil your yolk. Mm-hmm. Right on. Patreon.com slash Boogie Monster, four bucks a month. You get those uh, Q&A episodes that just dropped uh, yesterday, if you're listening to this. Sorry, a couple days late on that. Oh. And uh, Dave's Kitchen coming up uh, in a few weeks. So you get the Dave's Kitchen and the Q&A every month, four bucks a month. That's a pretty good deal. Hey. What you got to plug there, buddy? Nothing. Nothing? You in town for a little while? A couple more days. <clears throat> Yukon. In the fucking Yukon. Yeah? <clears throat> Saturday night. Anybody get, out there? Get some free time. Just wander off into the Yukon and see what happens. I've got no free time. Going there, doing a show, coming back. Boom, boom. In and out. Yeah. Like a serial real, killer. Real quick gig. I like Up it. Up in the Yukon. Where, anyway. you, where are you flying into? Yukon. Yeah? Take me to the Yukon. White Horse. White Horse. Where they just that's the, that's the part of the world where they just name things after what they saw the first time. Yeah, there's a red deer. Yeah, red deer is up there. Smooth rock, <laughs> cold river. No need for any fancy shit. Oh, Call that's it as funny. I see it. That's funny. All right, yeah, we'll be at that Yukon Comedy Festival. Yukon find tickets. <laughs> Online. Watch I out. I, I wish I had a website ready, but boy, I'm sure they have never heard those jokes. Can't wait to disappoint them with that. What do you got, Dave? You got any shows in town? Uh, no. None, none worth talking about. Everything's going great. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Things are good. Dave's life is excellent. <laughs> and all right. Well, that's what we did. Yeah. All right. Holla at your boys. The Boogie Monster. The Boogie Monster.